A popular outcast production. Oh, what's up? Drunk Bill calling again. What's poppin'? Um, here we go with episode 2A. 2B. Or not 2B. That is the question. <laughs> All right, I get it. All right. Uh, A-List and I chilling. What's up, A-List? Hi. <laughs> Thank you. Great job. Um, yeah, we. Uh, this is episode 2B of Extraordinary, the Stan Romanek story. Um, listen to episode 2A. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be like, why the fuck are they starting in the middle of this stupid fucking documentary that I don't want to watch? Um, and then you'll see. You'll understand. Uh, shouts out to Buddha Boys. Um, also... Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, also... Uh, it, uh, fuck. Shouts out to Face Monster and Hideous Visions and Right on Rag. Uh, and uh, this episode is brought to you by Face Monster and Hideous Visions. So, um, if you enter the code DBE that stands for Drunk Bill Explains uh, at checkout, you're gonna get um free shipping for life and uh jet ski. Jet ski. He's gonna bring you a gold plated jet ski every day. He's got a million of them, folks. Um, also, right on rag. Check that out. Uh, let me see. Go to drunkbillexplains.com. Clear your cookies. Click on the Amazon banner. Do your shopping. If you're going to shop online, which you know you are, you're not going out looking like that. You're not even wearing your going out pants. <laughs> you got to... What? I'm not talking to you. I'm just... I'm like, in general... Shit. No, you look great. You sh- you can go out like this anytime you want. These are your Thank going you. out pants. Thank you. This is your going out. You- I look great. Yeah, you do. And I am going out. Good. And I'll see you later. Okay. Bye bye. Wait before. <laughs> Wait. That's you, like walking down the steps. Somebody, like, hold on, clap or something. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. So, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Amazon banner, clear cookies, Amazon banner, um, shop. It helps us out. We get a little bit, um, hosting's expensive, folks, and so are bananas. And that's they all Watton. Yes, all of our bananas got Watton. We need new, new bananas. Bananas. We need new bananas for our fruit salad. Um, so ho- hook us up a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, let me see. I've got dates. September 16th, uh, opening for Zach Hammond at the Brasserie Louie in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. Um, that's a, an event on Facebook. Uh, I don't know what time it is. I think it's 8. I didn't say it in the last one either. So, I mean, they, they still got time. Find it on Facebook. Google it. Zach Hammond Comedian on Facebook. Um, September 24th. Oh, fuck. I didn't even say what I'm doing on the 16th. I'm opening for Zach. He's recording his album um, there. So uh, be a part of a fucking album, dog. Just be a part. Like, be in the audience. Be the laugh. He's going to, like... It's so fun to laugh. It is. And we have fun. And Zach makes me laugh a lot. And it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And he's so much funny. And it's just fun and funny. And he's cute. He, he's just he's so like when so he's cute, cute. When he's cute, he's cute. He's you know so what I mean? Cute. Yeah. Um, September twenty fourth, Brandy Posey. I'm opening for her at um, uh, Ground Floor two That's in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. 
Um, no idea when that show starts. Uh, that's also gonna be, I don't know, an event on Facebook. Maybe. I hope. <laughs> um, should be, uh, should be by now, hopefully. Um, but if not, h- h- hit me up, dog. I'll, I'll let you know when I know. Um, yeah, I'm opening for Brandy Posey. Uh, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be fun. Um, she's awesome. She's the best. Brandy Posey. I'm, she's on fucking the Facebook, the Instagram, the tweets, and the the fucking hashtags and Google bars and stuff. I don't know. And her podcast. And her lady podcast, to lady. lady to Lady. Boom. <laughs> Thank you. A-list. You're the best. I'm a big Brandy fan. Yeah, you are. We've seen, you've seen her... Twice. Yeah. And she's, she's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's super fun. Um, let me see. September 28th, as you know, we have the, um, we do the, uh, comedy, comedy open mic at the Civil War Cider Bar in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania on Thursdays. Um, signups are at 7.30. Comedians, you are, well, some comedians and some people who just talk into a microphone uh, start doing that at 8 o'clock. And I think it goes until about 10. Um, September 28th is my birthday. uh, So we're going to do something. I don't know what it is. It's going to be a surprise to even me. Even me. So come. uh, Hang out. It'll be fun. It'll be fun, right? Yeah, and maybe I'll have, like, secret cookies just for the people I like. Oh, yeah, that would be, oof. That would be real, secret cookies. Black market secret cookies. Who doesn't like black market secret cookies? Uh, See, no hands went up. Everybody likes them. And if I don't like you, don't ask. Yeah, you didn't even get a cookie. You didn't even know about these cookies. Go fuck yourself. Bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it. That's so, it. Uh, yeah, enjoy episode 2B. Uh, don't forget, we skip a week. And then we're coming back next week. Chris William from the Buddha Boys. Fuck him. But he's he's great, and I love him. There's and, a knife fight. Yeah, we, we fuck each other up, son. So make sure you stay uh, tuned up in that sh- shit. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> tuned up in that shit, dog. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, that's it. FS Plus. FS Plus. Well, he's drunk, and he's built, and he'll explain things to you while getting pretty drunk, but mostly he just ends up talking shit. Let's go to March 2005. Grandpa Gray... Is that is he called Grandpa Gray? I don't know why it's, it's called okay, that. So Nobody like, knows. So like the funny thing is, is that he's like, my kid, like my kids wait, having wait, a sleepover. Wait, wait. My his kids son, a, my my stepson, stepson, stepson's having a sleepover, and uh, I decided that I was going to, uh, uh, I I I. I stayed away. Wait, I had the fucking quote. He says uh, he stayed away because he didn't want I them to stay- get in trouble. He says, I was staying away. I, I wrote this down word okay, for word. Okay. I was staying away because my stepson was having a sleepover. And I didn't want to get him in trouble. What the fuck does that mean? Then, I didn't want to get my stepson in trouble. And then he's... But, but like, he also says he was in the house. Yeah. 
He was in the house. And then he goes and finds. I think he was in the kitchen or near the kitchen. And he, he sees yeah, something. He sees a, a, a naked figure moving through a the kitchen. A naked figure. And he's like, what's my stepson doing? I'm going to go find my camera. He so literally says, him. he literally says he thinks it's his stepson. He thinks he has been dared by his friends to run through the kitchen naked. So he says, I'm going to go get my camera. Duh. Yeah. I want to so blackmail my stepson. Take pictures of his dick. To and blackmail, blackmail him. him. Blackmail my stepson. Blackmail. To who? To fucking who? His stepson's 14 year old friend. Who's a woman? Who's a female? A female woman. <laughs> that he's trying to fuck? He's like, I'll show you my stepson's dick if you don't fuck me. You want like, some of this alien that dick? Mean that you're going to fucking blackmail your stepson. Why you- do you need pictures of your stepson's dick? Here's why. Because you're making shit up and you're like creating details for your lies. All right. So, uh, and then he's like, whoa, it's an alien outside my screen door. And he specifically says, and they call it Grandpa Gray, which is fucking weird as shit. But, but he's like. It blinks and it moves. Like, literally, he quotes. Like, he's like, I look out and I see it. And I'm like, whoa. It's peaking. So you can't see the bottom of it. Right, exactly. It's not freestanding. It's climbing in your windows. It's snatching your people up. Snapping up your stepsons. It's snatching up your stepsons, for sure, so that they don't get blackmailed. (laughs) Um, Like, he says those words. He says the words. I like it is blinking and moving motherfucker that's because like you want to point it out it's not because like you think people don't believe you he calls it a puppet then he's like oh I wanted to make sure it wasn't a puppet guess what motherfucker it's a puppet you fucking lie you perpetrating motherfucker all right and then Audrey calls and I wrote who the dick is Audrey Mm -hmm. which my phone autocorrects dick from fuck well, that's I write fine. fuck and it says who the dick. Um, Microsoft Audrey. That's the first time she says about like Starseed and all that shit. That's what I call her or shit talker. Uh, Audrey hits a nail on the head. He is making it all up because he wants to feel important. She says he's important. She says, do not be afraid of what you are. And that's where it comes in. The psychosis of the, this, the psychosis of this man is I need to be important because I'm nothing. I'm a loser. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a fucking dude who met his wife on the internet who has two stepkids. I got a piece so fucking bad. And then he says, um, she calls him Starseed. And then he says, uh, I wrote, Starseed is a lamer nickname to make up for yourself <laughs> than Star Lord. <laughs> Obviously, they're talking about his sperm. True. You guys gonna pee? You guys gonna like continue recording? <laughs> With you? 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 Back. Hello. Hello. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, Audrey, who is uh, MS Sam. <laughs> yes, with a British accent. With a British accent. Um, she calls and she also says like, hey, you like you move from Nebraska because keep in mind, he was living in, in Colorado and then he meets Lisa who lives in Nebraska and he moves out there for a time and they move to Colorado and then they get the phone call from uh, their friend who ran this computer program that sounded like a person talking called Audrey called Audrey. That's what they call her <coughs> on the fucking thing. Uh, she's like, oh, you moved into the backyard. Um, and I wrote down, there's a lot of UFO stuff that happens in Colorado. And what government stuff is there? Um, I didn't look it up because I just jotted that note down. But I bet you, considering the, the fact that Homeboy said he lived in Colorado his whole life. And he um, was uh, from a military family. Uh, that there's a lot of UFO activity and like keep in mind motherfuckers UFO means unidentified flying object it doesn't mean aliens alien flying dickheads aliens raping me right whatever yeah it doesn't mean that at all UFO means unidentified. So, like, just because it's a UFO doesn't mean that it's for, uh, an alien craft piloted by uh, a woman with um, who is part alien, who has hair and jewelry and, and boobs and, jewelry. and hair because women do those things. Right. If you look at the fucking drawings, like any motherfucker who's kind of skeptical, he assumes those aliens' genders right away. A hundred percent. He's like, he never calls any of them Zer. Or he doesn't Zen. ask their pronouns. No, he's he's not even worried about pronouns. He's like, listen, I'm Polly by. He's definitely Polly. He he's is definitely. Poly. There's definitely some Polly stuff going on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks, Victoria. So, so uh, that's, that's what's up. Um, and then, like, Audrey and, like, you know, I think it was, like, this, the first time that they actually talked on the phone because they got a couple of voicemails from they um, got voicemails yeah and then he actually gets to talk to her on the phone yeah tiger talks to her on the phone a whole bunch and and they say in the documentary that they talk for uh for hours he talked to a computer for hours yeah but they don't play the recordings from these like two hour ones they just play the short one where she says a bunch of bullshit about them not supposed to live there and then she says she has to go because she's being tracked right and then, like, there's uh, there there is a phone call after she says, "Oh, it's unsafe to like actually talk for a while, um, because we're gonna be tracked and blah 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 and traced and whatever." And then CSI is gonna enhance <laughs> black ops. Black ops CSI will enhance on the phone call, and then find them out. And then he's going to go to jail and she's going to live in the deepest, darkest pits of hell. Um, even though she's a computer, but whatever. Uh, so then they talk on the phone after that for hours. Like, like according to the documentary, they'll like have like one or two hour conversations. With and I think, who's I think he's also got Victoria probably on that shit too. Talking mm-hmm. to Audrey. Yeah, there's times and where the other one. it's not just Lisa 
who is his wife. I don't even think we really talked about Victoria all that much yet. Yeah, we haven't gotten to her yet. Because, like, we'll get there. Because, like, um, the baby shit is happening. Yeah, because, like, that's the next note I wrote. Um, on the phone with Heidi and Victoria. Heidi, And it's yeah. a three-way call. And they haven't even explained who Heidi or Victoria yet. And we're, like, about an hour into the documentary, I Oh, yeah. Well, I, I assume that Heidi... Cause Heidi and Victoria, I assume, were his stepkids because they he like brings their names up a lot and talks about them, but you don't have any idea about who they are. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and then like so, there's a three way call with Heidi. There's a four way call. There's more than a call. So, Stan, Heidi, Tiger. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, you're right. That's fifty. That's sixty dollars in the fucking. We're going to go fucking drawer. broke. Yeah, we're dead. Um, Tiger, Heidi, Victoria, and Audrey. And we and we know who Audrey is. Audrey is the Microsoft Sam voice with a British accent. Tiger, we know who Tiger is because he's the name the of man. the documentary. Yeah, he's the man. Um, and uh, Heidi and Victoria, this is how they, they present it. On the phone with Heidi, Victoria, and Audrey. And then there's that, like, they're on a four-way call, you know. And um, and then you hear, like, a weird noise. And Heidi says something to the effect of, like, that's a weird noise. And then Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. And Victoria's like, wow, bro, let's, let's roller skate. Let's 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 rollerblade on that noise. <laughs> <laughs> like let's hang 10, bro. And then and then like Stan's like, "Man, that doesn't make me feel so good. Let me get a Capri Sun." Yeah, he's like, "Let me get some of that purple stuff." And then he passes out. But here's the thing, and this is the thing that I've noticed throughout this entire documentary and and a list, you tell me and listener, you tell me as well, like in the comments or whatever comments uh, whatever. All right. So you notice every time he supposedly passes out that there's video or audio evidence. It it doesn't seem right. Okay. So if like I pass out with my with my camera phone, the shit keeps working. If I pass out with my video camera that I used to do vlogs with, which with is the night the sa- vision with the night vision, the Sony Hi8 with the night vision, which is what I also I own. That same camera. I'll show it to you. I'll take a picture and show it. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. Or a fuck. Yo, like, if you drop that shit, you're gonna see it fucking fall to the ground. If you pass out... I've passed out my life. A-list, you ever pass out in your life? Your whole life? Tons of times. Yeah, and what happens to everything you're holding? You get kicked out of Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) What happens to your body when you pass out? You just fall down and you keep recording. Right. Because that's exactly. how that fucking works. Right. Exactly. So if you're like on your video camera, it's not going to be a, a, a sexy cut. It's going to be a fucking like boom. We've all seen fucking Blair Witch. We know what it looks like when people get fucking passed out. You couldn't out. even do the fake like Blair Witch, right? Right. Exactly. They didn't do the fucking fake Willow Creek. They didn't do the fake Blair Witch. They didn't do any of that shit at all fucking lame um so and then victoria is like i'll try to get stan back on hold on that's my victoria impression 
which I'll be reserving for all dum dums. <laughs> There's a lot of them. For the rest of this and every other podcast, any dum dum is going to sound like that. And the interesting thing was, is like a, it's a four way call, but you hear the feedback. As if the other phone, like there, there's two phones. I think in that's the same that's room. a different. I think that's when they're talking to the kids or something. Isn't no, it? no, no, no. That's the same. I I took a note on that specifically because they're doing the four way phone call. He passes out, and she's like, um, she says something like, uh, "I'll see if I can get Stan back on," and then you hear back on. Which is the feedback from another another phone. Now, here's the other interesting thing. Stan passes out and his phone hangs up. Same thing as his phone, turn, like his camera turns off. Same thing as like, oh, there's a weird spotlight coming from my roof that I'm holding. And like I <laughs> accidentally kick some leaves on and I say they look like soap bubbles. And you can kind of see... Some steam coming off the grass, which nobody fucking sees any goddamn steam, Stan. That shit was so edited. Yeah, you fucking out there kicking some shit and you're fucking lying. Um, He hangs up up the phone. And then uh, the next phone call that they talk about is uh, with uh, Kiyomi. Kiyoma. Kiyoma. Kiyoma and... uh, Kiyoma and and there's... And her sister Trilly. And she, yeah, they have nine. There's nine total. Yeah, there's a total of nine. And then I think he had seven. With the same lady. With Victoria. With Victoria. His space. And we don't know if Heidi has space children with him. No. But I would imagine they fucked. A hundred percent. Like, this is basically a dude who thinks we've, we've said this, we've, we've said the first part of this sentence before. This is a dude who knows he's nothing and comes up with a reason to be special. That's why psychosis. That, that's his psychosis. And then he tricks his wife into letting shit go on in their own house with yeah. Victoria. Yeah, like like Victoria comes over and they, they fucking hang out and pass the blunt and shit. Bates you. By each, by themselves. Like they by go themselves. out into the, in the yard. While Victoria's like, hey, let's have a thousand people over. Victoria is called an experiencer. So is Heidi, I think. Yeah. They, they, they call them experiencers. And I guess uh, because he because met them up in dick. space. Ti- Tiger's dick is an experience. It is. It's a space experience. <laughs> and it's out of this world. <laughs> and he met them on the spaceship. They uh, had yep. some sort of sex and met their children then. And... Uh, he saw her at a convention. Yep. And recognized her. Victoria just showed up. And he's like, I wonder where I know her from. And Lisa, his wife, knew well, yep. that there was something the fucking going on. Lisa. Yeah. She's not dumb. She's just a hairstylist, but she's not dumb. You can see, like, when Lisa is talking, how hurt she is and how she knows that they're fucking. You can tell. A hundred percent. Like, I, I said to you when we were watching the documentary i said to you i was like this is the most real part of the documentary yeah yeah for sure you can you can see like how much like how painful it is for she her she's lying about everything alien shit but she knows for sure that her husband fucked this 
lady with the big boobies. She does have big boobs. She's she's definitely. I would say Victoria is like hotter. She's yeah for, for being like fifty. Yeah, they're. I, I mean, like Victoria's fifty. Lisa's. They're all 40. like fifty. Lisa's forty. Okay. Forty-three. Looks fifty. Sure. Looks a hundred and fifty. <laughs> she's. She just looks like she fat cuts ass. Hair. Yeah. Oh, dude, she's probably kind of chunky. Not yeah, not a fat ass like. Victoria's not a fat, fat ass in a good way. Like like it's like hey lard ass chow down wide load. <laughs> like that's what she looks like. And Lisa's out there being like you know fifty three, with a nice set of sloppers. Victoria. On her. Oh, did I say Lisa? Mm-hmm. I meant I meant Victoria. Victoria's got some like some decent tits. She's got some decent tits. Her face doesn't look like a fucking melted. It's not so sandwich. bad. Her face is not so bad. And, like, if you're a dude who's out there in the world who's like, no, I'm special. Like, in your brain, you're like, I'm nothing because I work at the fucking vitamin cottage. <laughs> and you're and you're like, did we mention the vitamin cottage? That's I think where he's we did. Worked up when he, that's where he was working when he got, like, beat that up That was by in the, the police report. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're a dude who got DUIs and had to ride your bike to, the, to your work. And then this, like, you know, lady shows up and she's like yo i think we had like some some doing it time in space and she's kind of i mean like she's not unattractive she i would say she's more heidi isn't either no 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 no. heidi is is definitely not not bad but yeah exactly like i would definitely like yeah we both would a hundred percent so so like lisa is like crying about the fact that her husband is fucking these two space mistresses two space mistress with her and artifacts in the villa in the spaceship in the spaceship like that's in, like in his asshole in his asshole <laughs> so um so victoria so the like the first time that the uh, daughter shows up on the telephone Kioma. Kioma. She's like, she's like, hey, like my name's Kioma and blah blah blah. There's and a lot of the word daddy. There, yeah. She says she she keeps saying daddy, but Victoria, who yeah, is Victoria's Kioma's, on the phone too. Yeah, Kioma's mom. She doesn't say mommy, daddy. No, she just says like daddy. So that's how I know this is made up. <laughs> that's the point. How yeah. you know? Because, I mean, like, if there was a child... Maybe it's different in alien culture. Why are you assuming? Uh, yeah, I shouldn't assume alien culture. You're absolutely right. You're appropriating it. I'm appropriating alien culture. I don't know if you knew this or not, but I'm an alien appro- appropriationist. Um, and we looked up Trilly in Kioma. We um, looked up uh, the names. Kioma the names is also mean. Aramaic, right? Those were Esperanto, weren't they? You're I right. I don't remember. Esperanto. Yeah, it, th- was, it was Esperanto. I don't remember what it is. Kioma meant Trinity. Something. I don't remember. Anyway. I definitely remember it was Esperanto. It was Esperanto, I believe. Which was the most widely spoken language in, in the like, world. Yeah, in the world, mostly in Europe. But, uh... But I mean, it's, 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 it's a real deal. So, once again, that feeds into the Aramaic... Drake equation, 
Uh, I'm going to like sound cool talking about aliens bullshit. And guess what? Like, that's all I have to do is just like sound cool while talking about aliens. Okay, so Victoria is her mom, but she doesn't say about anything about her. She just keeps saying daddy all, all, all the time. And then um, uh, Tiger is going to do a UFO convention convention talk. he's gonna he's he's speaking he's speaking at a ufo convention more than talk. like presenting one of his three books that he has yeah he has books like that's the thing that people like like oh he's like just like this documentary is not fucking here to like you know like just sympathize with a fucking rando I think it's to cover up the child porn thing. I don't think it's necessarily for the books. I'd say the time, the timing of the release is definitely in relation to the trial. Yeah, it is because it was originally released into the into the wild in 2014. Was which which is when he got busted, and then like his trial is in 2017, and it just came out on Netflix very recently. Mm-hmm. Like around, like a couple of months before the trial, so like, like a month ago, I think. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, like you know, take that, stick that in your mouth with a grain of salt. Um. So he goes and does the talk after he's talked to his daughter, who is clearly a teenager by now. You know, according to the timestamps on these fucking fake ass bullshit reports that he keeps track of yeah i mean she would have to be at least like eight or nine in in human years yeah in human i'm sorry (laughs) and then they show him at this fucking talk which is where he met victoria he hasn't met victoria yet because they bounce around it's like inception and and like any quentin tarantino it's like quentin tarantino it's like a shitty fucking quentin tarantino made this documentary because they bounce around in time so much that it's like hard to follow the timeline of what it happened. But the point is, is that it fucking like homeboy goes to this fucking speech. He goes and talks about how he's been visited by UFOs a whole bunch. And uh, there in the front row, there's a video. There's a, there's a photograph of his daughter, Kioma. I'm pretty sure it's Kiyoma. Uh, yeah. Or meant to be. He talks about seeing children, specifically girls. I'll put He never I'll says anything about having boy children. Yeah, he never mentions... He says babies or girls. Yeah. He never says boys. When he describes them, he says they, he says they look like children. And then he says, well, I don't know. And he says, I guess they're children. And then he <laughs> calls them babies. Yeah. And uh, he's all about having female children at this UFO convention, especially because they take a photograph of this chick who is probably like she looks 17. She definitely looks older. Yeah. And then there's a point where he's at another convention and he says the little girls run up to him and give him flowers and say, Daddy, I love you or something strange i thought that was at the same convention i think they were i don't know i think they, they might were have different. been they might have been different yeah because then but, they're on the phone and she says we're coming to see you at your talk and i think yeah. that was after he had seen uh victoria right because because they would be on the phone together right. yeah and he had knowledge of her 
Yeah, that makes sense. So at some point, he sees his his fake Star Trek makeup wearing daughter, and takes a picture of her and is like, "Okay, that's my daughter now." And then, cause like you know, and they, I don't even think she really looked like the the child in these fake ass photoshopped <laughs> stock footage. Not really. Uh, looked blonde. Right. With but the like. Her face is literally not that different than anything you could achieve with makeup yeah. from someone just like, and you're taking a picture of them from far away. And like we've said before, it was a UFO alien yeah, convention. Clearly, not a fucking U- yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, why wouldn't you like try to cosplay a little bit? Somebody has to. Of course. Next closest UFO convention. Let's go. We're gonna take pictures. We're gonna find a thousand aliens. Okay. We're going to find one alien for every ten people. I guarantee it. I'm sure that that's what that is. Because those people are fucking crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, they, they want... They want to... They want to believe. And they want to be special. Just like Stan. Tiger. That's $70. Okay, so... Like, he's at a UFO convention giving a speech. He's got one still picture of this... UFO alien daughter. Like, you've got a video camera. They never say who takes the picture. Probably Lisa. I would assume so. But here's, here's the thing. You've got a video camera, and you're giving a speech at a UFO convention. Why doesn't your mommy have it set up in the back like you're fucking at a high school play? Like, this is your time. This is your moment. You want that. Like, right? If you're going to, like, listener, think of yourself. If you're giving a speech at whatever you know about, you're and, and you're married and your wife is totally into this shit, whatever it is you're speaking about, she's going to videotape, even if it's, if it's the wide angle that never moves. Yeah, she's gonna yeah. set up the video camera because you want her to because you want a photographic mento. Photographic. It's from uh, Bozo the Clown. That's like some eighty shit. Sorry, mm. a photographic pimento of having played <laughs> the grand prize game with me. Hip hip hooray! Um. And then we get into the second part of the uh, the second third, where they talk about how normal he is. This is the part with all the professionals. Yeah. Um, well, kind of. This is more like people are talking. This is the second third, not the third third. People start talking about how normal he is and his wife, Lisa. That's when we find out who Lisa is. That's when we find out who Victoria and Heidi are. Those are the three main characters but mostly stan and lisa talking uh stan talks a lot about tiger talks a lot about how he um had dyslexia his whole life and uh how he was classified as retarded yeah he specifically says i didn't okay this is okay i can't say specifically says because I didn't write it down as a quote. Uh-huh. I wrote part of it down. 
But he talks about how he has dyslexia and how when he was in school, dyslexia wasn't a thing. It wasn't like something that people really knew about. Now, let me go. Uh, so our question was, so when did dyslexia become a thing that people knew about and considered to be a real uh, affliction? Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to find out for sure. Like, I mean, like, I want to believe. I have a t-shirt that says I want to believe. I would buy the poster if it weren't for the X-Files getting the rights. Uh, that says I want to believe with a UFO. Um, so, but, like, I, I feel it's a duty as a scientific person in some way who drinks and does a podcast. Um, maybe we need to find out. So I looked up uh, when when the first time dyslexia was, uh, di- you know, like when dyslexia became a thing. I guess that's the easiest way to explain we it. We Googled first diagnosed case of dyslexia. Yeah. And then I found out that a German ophthalmologist, Rudolf Berlin, was the first to use the word dyslexia in place of the word in place of word blindness before dyslexia was called word blindness the condition was described as dyslexia from the greek word meaning difficulty with words okay so um do you want to guess a list do you want to guess when dyslexia was a f- was a thing. Now keep in mind that Stan Tiger Romanek that doesn't count because I said both all it's three. Okay. I'm up to eight. No charity is getting our money. No. Um, do you want to take a guess when dyslexia was a diagnosis? Like when somebody came up with like, oh, this is a thing where people will like get their backs words word. I would assume like 1920s, 30s ish. Sounds like good. You would think medical stuff. 1920s to 30s. That's when we started doing advances because of the Nazis, who are always doing some weird shit. Uh-huh. And this guy is German. That was why. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so listener, why don't you go ahead? And I'll give you another. Take a second. I shout will, it out. I will give you another sentence that that uh, A-List did not have. The first case of de- developmental dyslexia was reported by, and use your context clues, by Pringle-Morgan in the British Medical Journal on 7 November blank. Okay, so you've had enough time to guess. Rudolf Berlin came up with the term dyslexia in, uh, well, we know it was uh, 1,000. The next number, we're playing The Price is Right. Okay. So you guess the first number is one. And then my second guess would be nine. Nine. You're high. The next number is eight. Eight. This motherfucker came up with this like the term dyslexia which was replacing something called word blindness so that already existed he came up with the term dyslexia 
1887. The first case of developmental dyslexia was reported by Pringle Morgan in the British Medical Journal on 7 November 1896. Uh, Stan Romanek was born in 63. 62. 62. Thank you very much for keeping me honest. Um, So if he was born in 62, uh, he would have to time travel back almost 200 years (laughs) no like a hundred and well like 89 years in order to to have teachers that did not know what fucking dyslexia was lying asshole so he was put in a um in a special ed or quote-unquote class with the retard kids in southern denver in southern denver you know not a very progressive state, Colorado, at all. I mean, they were one of the first to... They, they were the first to legalize... Recreational. Recreational marijuana. Yeah. Not very forward-thinking at all. Uh, they hate retards. Yep, they're special ed classes. Uh, they, he, he, like... He... Ooh, excuse me. He said, like... Just talking like a normal person in 2014 when this was recorded... I was let's give him four years. Let's say okay. 2010. Okay. He was like, "Yeah, I, I was put in the class with the retards, um, with the retarded kids, with the retards." But he pronounced it retards. Yeah. And he said uh, the teacher made fun of me in front of the class, and they locked him in the closet. And when the teacher of his uh, special ed class locked him in the closet. Keep in mind, this is the special ed teacher whose only job is to wrangle, (laughs) (laughs) according, uh, I mean, like he's uh, like, I'm, I'm taking liberties, but I mean, like the, the special ed teacher who takes care of the special ed students, including uh, Stan, who calls himself the tard word and the other kids of the tards. Um... The, the teacher made fun of him in front of the entire class of retards. So it's not like they had any idea. Right. They did, Like, if they're so retarded, they don't even know unless they all just had dyslexia, which has been a thing forever. But I mean, like, you know, teachers don't know. This guy's a liar is my point. Um, the teacher locks him in the class and says, quote, this is where we put retards. I don't know if it happened once or if she kept him in there for years or whatever, because he's not very clear. It could have been a he. So this would have been like early 70s. Early 70s. Ish. Ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I doubt this was ask happening. Ask your parents. Ask your parents if they had the... Uh, Retard pa- closet at their school. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee your parents, if you like, got them, if you were able to talk to them honestly and frankly, your your parents would be like, especially if they grew up during the seventies, they would be like, oh yeah, the speds, yeah, special ed, like they they would call them that. I I doubt that like some of them might call them retards or whatever, but like I mean, for the most part, they're going to be like you know pretty like PC about it. Yeah. Um, and then say that say to to any of your parents, you know, like. Okay, but but like, did you ever hear about anything like this happening in the 70s? And their answer is going to be no, because it wasn't the 50s. 
Their or answer the, is going to be the like, 30s. Or the 30s. Or like, go back. Like, I mean, like, by the time we hit the 70s, I think people were pretty hip to the jive. And, um... Uh, I can't so imagine calling liar. someone who can't read just, like, retarded. Right, exactly. It's like, oh, you have dyslexia. You're a retard. Like, yeah. And, and I'm going to lock you in the closet as opposed to Bobby, who has, has autism, yeah. who's, like, rocking back and forth and yelling about, like, you know, whatever cartoon he was watching. Or the kid on the big tricycle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, I mean, like, those kids are, like, they they would be way more, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They would be way more, like, considered retards in that time. Yeah. And I'm using the air quotes for retard. Um, they would be considered way more retarded than a kid who just has a problem reading. Yeah, for so sure. Th- so, so once again, uh, Tiger's a liar. Can we just change his name to Stan Liar Romanek yet? We can. Okay, cool. So, Liar also... Uh, the next sentence in this fucking portion of it, he starts talking about how um, he grew up in a really rough neighborhood. So not only is he tarted and gets locked in closets, but don't forget, the Bloods live on one side of his neighborhood and the Crips live on the other side. Now, in here's, southern Denver. In southern Denver. Now, now, not to say that there aren't gangs in southern no, Denver. No, I believe but, there is. I believe but, like, it. Here's the deal, dude. Okay, so like, if you live in a fucking area that has gangs, you're not going to just say like the generic Bloods and the generic Crips. Because you would say like Pyrus or Rolling Twenties or like there's Rolling Six. Like, watch fucking... D- dude, just pop in Boys in the Hood. And come up with like 19 different fucking gang names that are like subsections of these gangs. It's not as though the Bloods and the Crips, you know what I mean? Like don't have these subsections that would possibly live in Southern Denver or wherever. Like, like, or, or like make up a fucking name for a gang. Don't just use the generic bloods and crips that everybody knows. He about talks about ha- like having stab wounds. Yeah, he literally says. We also like, skipped over the principal thing. He says he beat up his principal in yeah. school. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that was coming later oh, because oh, he was oh. talking about how he he uh, he he like had he was like in a war zone. So he's he's like retarded and he lives in a war zone with the bloods and the crips and he gets stabbed all the time. And uh, and because of the fact that he has stab wounds that, I mean, there's enough pictures of his body in this documentary. The only thing we really don't see is his dick in his ass. Um, bummer. Yeah, I, a super bummer because he's probably got like a two inch hog. <laughs> he's got a little piglet oh. and a fat ass. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so like he's living in this terrible neighborhood. And he's talking about how, like, literally says knife wounds and points to his wrist, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He says that he had knife wounds. Yeah. Knife stab wounds, I think is how he put it, because he's a liar. Knife stab wounds. Not like, you know, He's very nonchalant talking about stab wounds, crips, beating up his principal. He's very nonchalant. Yeah. The same way he talks about being jumped. Right. Just like super chill. By black ops dudes who know karate and kung yeah. fu. And he would like whipped their asses until they tased him, bro. Mm-hmm. I'll never say tased without bro. 
Um, thanks, dude, who got tased at a fucking rally. I don't even remember who the rally was for, but I definitely remember Don't Tase Me, bro. And never forget. Hashtag never forget. Um, never forgetty. <laughs> guy for never forgetty. <laughs> it's like Guy Fieri. Yeah. Yeah, you get it. Okay, so um, so he's got these stat balloons, and where the fuck are they? He points to them, but he never shows us. Uh, so he learned to fight and, in fact, ended up beating up the principal of the high school that he went to. Uh, and then uh, it took him two years. Oh, yeah. And, like, he never paid attention when he was growing up to UFOs. Like, he never was, like, you know, a normal child who was, like, aliens exist. Dude, fucking listener, think to yourself. When when was the first time you really started thinking about aliens and UFOs? It was when you were fucking five to eight. Don't front. He says you. that he didn't believe and Lisa did. 100%. And Lisa had he to convince that. him what he was seeing were UFOs. Yeah, and later on he reneges. Well, she reneges on that shit. So, um, every time uh, there's shit that happens, uh, there's always uh, a bunch of people around when reality there's no video evidence even though he videotapes everything videotapes everything like i i swear to god there's probably video evidence of him like jacking off and taking a shit at the same time while reading some magazine which is probably jugs um there's he never shows the people that are all around like even in that first original video he like he starts talking shit about like oh the reason i pulled over to the side of the road was because there was a bunch of people pulled over to the side of the road. And so I was like, weird dog. Let me pull over and check this out. And then like, and then he's like, wow, what are they looking at? Oh, they're looking at this over here. And he talks so much shit about how he didn't fucking notice the UFO. He noticed people. And then as soon as he noticed the UFO, the UFO noticed him like, Get the fuck out of here with this nonsense. You're fucking front. He talks a lot about them, like, following him or seeing him or... Starting when he's a fucking adult. Following him just, like, at his house. Yeah. Out there doing shit. And, uh, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go full... I'm gonna go full in. Go on. So, here's a dude, and I might have mentioned this before, but here's a dude... Like, he talks about, like, how the three visitors came, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, he can tell that, you know, like, there's a male. and Two, two, two males. There's two males and a female. Yeah. Which don't trust any dude who says male and female. They're, they're weird. Clearly aliens will be gendered. Yeah. One gender or the other, just like right. we have here on Earth, clearly. And do you know how we distinguish... The males from the females. A-list. Do you know how uh, we extinct we distinguish we extinguish fires, and also distinguish male and female aliens? Hair. Hair. Jewelry. Jewelry. And of course, <gasps> alien tits. They've got tits. Well, the women aliens have tits and jewelry and hair. The li- the hair's longer. Even though it's a little ratty looking in, it is a little greasy. Yeah. It looks it looks as though like they've got like they've got the Homer Simpson Comb times over. two. 
<laughs> with a comb over. They look like normal aliens, so you know what that is. Yeah, they're like the Greys. Papa Grey, bless. Um, Grandpa Grey, bless. Uh, they they have, um, you know, like they look like normal aliens. The women look like normal aliens. Except they have boobs and a necklace and hair. They also are straight humanoid, like tall. Yep. And all the other, like his videos or the the photos he's showing little aliens in his yard or yep. stuff like that. They're little. They're short. They're like two feet maybe. Have you noticed that like none of them are like the drawing? Yeah, he- they don't look like the drawing. They look like. The 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 drawings have pupils, right? And I and like hair, irises, and, and pupils. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And clothes. <laughs> they do have clothes in the in the drawing in the uh, the artist interpretation. They have clothes on to cover the alien tits. Duh. Right. You don't need to show alien nipple on uh, an uh, PG thirteen TV fourteen Netflix documentary. <laughs> That would be make it M for mature, and then we cannot sell it to you. Um, so, like, when the first time the aliens come to his house, the first time he's visited, um, he's living with his sister. Mm-hmm. Still. Once again, he mentions that his sister answers the door. Creepy, weird shit. He's asleep. She he hears knocking at the door. You know how aliens come. Motherfucker, where are my fellows at? You know how aliens be at your house knocking on the door? No, they don't. They don't knock on your fucking door. They just black out the neighborhood, take your ass up into space. Uh, milk, take your ass. They take your ass. They take your ass, literally. They take the, all of the semen that your balls have ever created. <laughs> and... Uh, intravenously knock up uh some space mutant no they don't but they but they like take all the balls from you they take all the semen from your balls past future sperm yeah and and so like you can't even get somebody pregnant for 20 years that's how much sperm they take that's true and then they um and then they uh inject it into a an unwilling female participant just as you are unwilling i'm guessing they take victoria's genes too and mix it it's like they alluded to like that's the thing in this documentary the creepiest thing is they alluded to because they're talking about how like he comes to and he's like in a room laying with victoria and That's when the then, babies come and in. And then the babies come in. Mm-hmm. So it's like he alludes to it wasn't the traditional alien way where they just like steal your sperm and they steal this woman's like ovary ovaries. Wait, totally. Wait, they take her ovaries. Eggs. Ovary, eggs. Ovarian eggs. Sure. What a great word, ovarian. <laughs> I am I am lord of the ovarians. Um... That sounds like some, like, Game of Thrones shit. It is. It is. It's fantasy. Um, they, they they take her eggs, his sperm. They concoct a baby. Like, look at every other fucking alien reduction story that you've ever heard of. There's no sex involved, but in tigers... They have to have sex. They're that Like, they allude to, they're laying in a bed after they just got done fucking for the aliens. 
And he comes too, because he didn't know what was going on, you guys. I swear I have a wife. Relax. Um, and uh, the babies show up. So here he is. He's living with his sister. These uh, three people who are the female and the two males um, come and kidnap him. They, they wake his sister up and he go like he's like, oh, no, don't rob us. Sister, they're going to rob us. Meanwhile, the door's already open. And they could just walk past. And he's like, don't let them in. They're going to rob us. Motherfucker, they're not going to rob you. Your sister's in a trance. And why aren't you? They're after him. Why are they even dealing with his sister? Once again, classic case of fucking UFO bullshit. And then he says they knock on the door and wake his sister up, put her in a trance. But they don't put him in a trance. They walk him up the steps because he says, like, when we got to the balcony, like, I came to and I was going to throw one of these motherfucking aliens off the balcony. I was just going to pick him up and throw him off. Yeah, I think he was talking about them touching him and calming him down or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he got a tap on the back of the head and it was like, yeah. calm down. And then, like, everything was cool. But, like, why would they? They're on the porch. Why walk him up the steps in the house when they could have just fucking zapped him up into the spaceship? Why would any of the aliens come to his house and make themselves visible? Well, because he lives with his sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, so then he starts talking about his regressions again. And uh, he calls his doctor who put them through the regression. Deborah. Deborah Lindemann, Dr. Deborah. Dr. Deborah Lindemann. And we will give her the respect that he did not. She is Dr. Deborah or Dr. Lindemann. I imagine he, he uh, refers to her just as Deborah because they are friends. Yeah. Like he is friends with everybody. Yep. And uh, we're going to get into her thing. I think it's uh, fucked up that the cameras always stopped working. Um, and he says something like, well, he keeps saying sighting. As opposed to siding, which I loved. By the way, okay, so, like, that bummed you out, right? Uh, like It just was annoying because he kept saying it. He kept saying sighting as opposed to siding. Yeah. When he says siding, he's saying sighting. sighting. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 like, listen for that in the documentary. Um, and I must have rewound... A particular part where he was like talking about sighting like a yeah. hundred times. Yeah, well, I heard him say sighting forty times. Yeah, exactly. And I was trying to do some like scientific research uh -huh. about like whether or not it was the same house. I know. And uh, I was matching up some stuff. I was CSI enhancing. And uh, it turns out that according to Stan Tiger Romanek, um. The part where they, like, threw a bucket of water on the siding around the camera. Yeah. To clean off an area and make it look weird. Uh, oh, wait. I'm sorry. When, like, the, the, the spotlight not from the shining from the roof knocked out the camera. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Beam. When it was the a beam. beam from the UFO. It was not a spotlight. It was a beam. That somehow fucked with his camera and somehow cleaned the side of the siding with heat to the point where it quote sometimes it kind of melted 
It changed bit. the mon- molecular structure. Or he some legitimately shit. says that it cleaned the siding all the way through the molecular structure of the siding itself. You're saying siding. Well, I'm quoting him. Okay. <laughs> that part. True. The siding was changed internally internally and sexually by god by god himself jesus bless um the paper that they show where he's documenting it doesn't even say that it was cleaned that way it's it's like hey we're gonna rule out cleaning products but it sure does look nice it looked like a faked report from some investigator i'm sure somebody that he knows a friend that also believes in aliens that he had come look at his siding which he has a lot of and we'll get to them and then like 40 minutes later uh bob's siding company vacuums his yard with the shop vac you know like never forget that you're going to suck up more dirt than anything. And the black ops guys with the kung fu moves and the bike chain. And then, um, oh, yeah. And it was ironic. This is the definition of ironic as opposed to uh, Alanis Morissette's song. When he fell off the, like he was on the fucking ladder and he fell 12 feet onto some bricks and then tore his ACL, which the medical records stated that he... Sprained. sprained his ACL. Uh huh. But he kept saying he tore it, and he also said he was wearing a cast. But whatever. Um. So the shit got tore up, and uh, he fell on these bricks. And then later on, his uh, when he's abducted, and the the ACL starts working fine again, and they f- they can't find his leg brace, and they find it. Oh, weird! It was uh burned or as he said, melted on top of the pile of bricks that he fell on. That's literally like right next to their house. Yeah, they the like they, they if they would have like if they would have walked out of it out of the house, they would have tripped over this fucking pile of bricks. And he's saying that parts of it were scattered. It was like they burned it on the UFO. He alludes to the fact that they must have burned it on the UFO. And then thrown it out of the UFO window. Like, wound down the window <laughs> and tossed it out <laughs> like a goddamn McDonald's cup. <laughs> Full of piss. That they were throwing at a bystander uh, because, like, parts of it were found in the field next to their house. Which, I didn't even see a field next to their house. But, I mean, like, sure. You live in a trailer park. You <laughs> broke motherfucker. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, like, they're talking about that. But yet there's burn marks on all the bricks that are, like, that supposedly his knee brace got burnt on. Um, and then I wrote down that he went to the doctor to verify that he doesn't need to have the ACL surgery, which we know he didn't need to have the ACL surgery anyway, because it was a, a sprain and not a tear. And, uh, so he made that shit up that he was going to get a fucking, didn't he say he was getting a fucking doctor's appointment, like to do the surgery within like a couple of days, five days. Yeah. It was like, no, it was less than that. Cause he said it happened on a Friday. Yeah. And then he was going to have surgery Friday, on a Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. That's five days. All right. You're good at math and I'm stupid. Um, and his doc and he calls the doctor and he's like, Hey, I got abducted by UFOs and, uh, I don't need the surgery no more doc. And the doctor was like, Hey, like, I get it. You're afraid to have the surgery, but you're going to end up being a cripple. So this is the second weird word that, like, professionals have used. 
in his life. The first one, you know, like it's like his teacher calls him a, a retard, and then his doctor is going to say he's a cripple. You know, scientific terms. Scientific medical terms for the for the seventies and nineties. <laughs> um, he keeps saying that he has a torn ACL. But the medical records show that it, it, he, like in the documentary, it says that he has a sprain, and he's talking shit. Uh, and then there was the uh, boo, and um, the the UF the alien that would, like was a peeping tom, who was gonna look in on his daughter, and it kept happening. And uh, they set booby traps up in the yard. And then my favorite when he had the grandpa Gray visit. Now, what, A-list, what was he doing? He was hanging out in his house, right? And and uh, what did he say? His stepson. Stepson. We talked about this already. Uh, he didn't want to get his son in trouble? Yeah. Fuck. How far did we go ahead of schedule? I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Well, because you have to remember they did the evidence and then we watched the interviews. Yeah, like that's the fucking problem with this documentary. Is it yeah. feel like they they repeat themselves? They did. They did repeat it, and it's only an hour and forty five minutes. So you can imagine if they didn't repeat everything. Yeah, it's like here's the video, and then later on we're gonna talk about the video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With the surprise party. We that's the yeah. last part of the yeah. second. Yeah, we didn't act, talk about that. The second third. Yeah. Uh, surprise party is a have a surprise party. Where uh, two people, Stan, Tiger, Romanek, and uh, Fat Santa Claus, who's had one... There's a lot of people involved at this party. There's, yeah, a bunch of UFO people. Yeah. And only it's two people... It's for his book. Yeah. It's a surprise party for his book release. Yeah, which whatever the fuck that yeah, means. Yeah, that sounds like some like fake-ass shit. But. So they have this surprise party for his book release. And uh, he notices... It's raining. It's raining. It's nighttime. It's nighttime. It's raining. And there's a little girl outside in a jumpsuit. He He's very, you know, insistent that she's wearing a jumpsuit. Yeah. There's a little girl by the tree. He mentions that shit like four times. And he tells Victoria, I think, and Victoria doesn't listen. Yeah. Nope. Because uh, and that was the last time she says that's the last time I said if Stan Romanek tells me. Now pay attention because this is unusual. I'm going to pay attention. And then he's outside and people in, in the rain with his digital camera. Yeah, he's in the rain. He's saying that he's taking pictures as he's walking using the flash as a flashlight. Somebody catches wind in the house that he's alone. Fat which Santa Claus has had one too many bad Fat days. Santa Claus is upset because Tiger's outside by himself. He's not supposed to be alone. Right. Because then there's no one to corroborate his story if right. he's alone. So he's taking photos of a little girl. He catches the best picture. Ever. Of, ever. Of a beautiful, emotional photo of a little girl looking from behind a when, tree. Yeah. When people saw this picture in the party later, they cried. There was tears. There was emotion. Everybody was. She wasn't. She was on that camera. She was on it. That's what Victoria said. They rushed to put it on the computer to look at it. And Alejandro says, you put better it put on it the, on computer. the computer. Put it on the computer. Yes. And guess what? <gasps> While he was walking to his office, what happened? That Beep. image was deleted. Yeah. Now he says the pictures of her 
Which first he says there's one. Yeah, and then Fat Santa Claus says that picture is gone. So they're fucking lying right there. All right. There was no fucking picture. There was no fucking. There was probably a plot party. Fuck this book fucking release party. (laughs) That they had in a house. You don't have your fucking book release party. In you your do when own you house. live in Col- Colorado and you're Stan Romanek. And you've got like nine and friends. And it's that fucking are gonna UFOs. Like nine friends that are not going to come and buy your book, but they're going to trade your UFO book for their UFO book. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just do a swap, Mom, Ma'am? Um, let's see. And then they go to. Uh, and, and, and here's the thing. Now the the third the last third blew me away because it's called validation. And, and it's the opposite. It's the opposite of validation. The first thing was investigator insight. Now, you would expect for a subheading investigator insight to be a bunch of fucking UFO quacks being like, "Yeah, I believe in UFOs and I believe this guy found a UFO." Um and that is basically what happened now we're going to get into the second third of this third okay the scientific relevance they they call this section scientific relevance so in other words they're going to have a bunch of scientists and like legit motherfuckers talking about how relevant his experiences were from a scientific point of view these are not these are and and keep in mind that these are not people who like you know they're like they put their name up and then it says like UFO experiencer or fucking whack job or anything like that it's like clinical psychologist and psychiatrist and physicist physicist and blah 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 okay so i put down their names um and it says like okay so uh and and by the way let's just get to dr lindeman now the first okay. person Dr. Deborah Linderman, who he calls Deborah, uh, she was the person who regressed him. Now, I'm going to go to my little notes in because um, uh, I opened up a whole bunch of Google pages. Because um, every time there's a name, I Google these motherfuckers. That's Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Okay, so first So you one, think regression therapy, whatever. You think that's like an overall thing. You Google her name super quickly and it yeah. comes up. She's affiliated with abductions and aliens and regression therapy. A hundred percent. That's what Dr. Lindemann does. Dr. Lindemann is all about uh, regression therapy when it comes to aliens and UFOs. Okay. Then you got Claude Swanson. Claude Swanson is a physicist. That's what it says. Um, on his little uh, table while he's being interviewed, there's a book that is cl- prominently displayed called Life Force, The Scientific Basics. Uh, basis. Life Force, The Scientific Basis. Wrap your brain around that. Guess what, motherfuckers? Claude Swanson wrote that book. Surprise. There's a bookmark in the fucking book <laughs> as though he's reading his own book. Like it's somebody else's book. This he, is the guy who talked about all of Tiger's work and his equations. And oh yeah, all yeah, of yeah. this stuff. And and the dude talks all about how he's a physicist and he's interested in unified field theory and stuff that we can't answer right now and all of this stuff. Yeah, it's bullshit. He spends so much time talking about like, 
Oh yeah, dog. I'm all about, all about, all about being a fucking um, physicist and like I'm gonna lend some credence to this shit. And then he's like, oh, and by the way, um, uh, you know, uh, it's weird that like homeboy, like he keeps calling all of the equations that Stan wrote out his work. In other words, he keeps saying, like, Stan was working on his work. But all Stan did was copy other people's equations. More than yes. likely, Deborah Lindemann is fucking in on it and was like, here, yeah, here's the equation you want to pretend you're writing down. Yeah. Um, here's, um, here's what the quickest thing that I found about um, Claude Swanson. Uh, from the Chopra Foundation. He is a speaker, and it says, For the last 20 years, interspersed with his conventional professional career in applied physics, Dr. Swanson has pursued investigations into, quote, unconventional physics. His principal interest has been unified field theory, the so-called theory of everything, which could explain the universe at the deepest possible level. This has led him to investigate many aspects of the energies of consciousness. Motherfucker, you put energies in anything and I'm going to stop reading because now you're talking about chakras and crystals. Move on past him. Uh, oh, also the Aramaic, Syriac Aramaic that uh, supposedly uh, Tiger wrote down was, uh, it spelled out the word propulsion, which did we talk about that already? No. We, uh, I mean, we mentioned it, but we didn't yeah. really talk about it. Um, here, here's my brainiac fucking move. We're we are physicists and doctors, right? Exactly. So, like, if I'm gonna try to convince people that I'm special, and I'm gonna write some shit out like the Drake equation, and then put x one hundred to be like, oh no, 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 the Drake equation was wrong because you got to multiply the probability by a hundred. So you write all these fucking weird symbols and all that shit that nobody makes fucking sense out of. And then you put X 100 to multiply it by 100. Like, I feel like there's a way more, like, you know, realistic way to put that. But anyway, so he writes all that shit out. And, um, and, uh, this guy is like talking about, oh no, it's totally like crazy, um, how all of these theories have to do with uh, alien life and uh, faster than light travel. Well, that's because maybe somebody, I don't know, Dr. Claude Swanson, uh, coached him to fucking memorize these theories. He had over a year to memorize these theories. So it's not fucking brain science. It's not rocket monkeys. I imagine if you Google light speed equation or alien equation i'm sure something fucking comes up i'm 100%, sure i'm sure and he writes in aramaic in syriac aramaic um something that that like is close to the word propulsion like rudimentary spelling of yeah. propulsion yeah because you know like how ancient languages would not exactly yeah we talked about this with the coca-cola thing we did um um, he copied them. And then we go to Stanislav Ojak. Um, old Santa Claus. <laughs> Not rough Santa Claus, but no. old Santa Claus. 
Um, he, on his little thing, it says he is a clinical psychologist. He also runs a school for gifted children. Uh, when you Google Stanislav Ojak, born 1930, United States of America. Oh, shit. It just disappeared. Hold up. Um, I, I could look at his professional profile on LinkedIn. <laughs> um... Sequel, The Life After Death Project. Uh, let me see. He's uh, on 2003. He's on a podcast uh, by Richard Beckwith about paranormal shit. Surprise. The Orb Connection. Surprise. .com. Uh, he took photographs of uh, orbs. I mean, like, y'all don't fucking get it. Every single one of these mother Leo Sprinkle. Sprinkle, he's all about self-hypnosis. Um, hypnotism. Leo um, really believes that Stan is super special. He th Yeah, he talked a shit ton about this motherfucker being super special. Hey, guess what, motherfuckers? Let's see, where's Leo? Dr. Leo Sprinkle. Uh, Dr. Leo Sprinkle is considered the dean of research on ET contact research. Since his first study in this arena in 1961. So this bitch has been fucking talking about assholes getting visited by aliens since 1961. Um, there's, uh, oh, oh, the fucking lady who's like, blah, 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 blah. He's downloading alien shit. What the fuck was uh, her, her name? Her last name was Harris. Nah, that was a different, that was somebody else. Hold up. Her name was. I got her. I got her. I fucking Googled that. Wasn't it Paola Harris? No, that was Paul. Investigative Ju reporter. Paula Lipuzizi Harris. Yeah, you're right. You I were told right. you. God damn. Uh, Paola Lipuzizi Harris, producer of Star Wars USA, investigative journalist and author. Uh, she's an Italian American photojournalist and investigative reporter in the field of extraterrestrial related phenomena we research wow research. oh wow it's like every suck every fucking dickhead in this goddamn documentary believes in believes aliens in this shit. and has an agenda a clearly a clear agenda a clear fucking agenda Everybody who could have possibly, like, dude, if you had somebody, if you were, like, going to court, you were on trial for something, and you had a clinical psychologist and a uh, physicist and uh, an investigative journalist and uh, all those people on your fucking side who had worked for Stanford and Berkeley and blah, 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 like these, like these accredited special names... Of these things that assholes think that are awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, hey, look at all these people. But then you, like, read the second sentence of their Wikipedia, <laughs> and it's always like, and these assholes believe in aliens a whole bunch. Every they, single one of them. Every single one of them. There isn't a person that is not biased in this entire documentary. Including Stan, who claims to not be special, even though he's obviously faking all these inf these UFO fucking things to be special. Including his wife, who's lying so he can fuck two bitches behind her, her back in space. Including his 
stepkids who were non-existent in the documentary, including his uh, landlord was fuck. on vacation. He probably wants to fuck him, and we'll he find does. out about that in the end. At the end of the very the the very end, they keep talk. Everybody keeps talking about how he's a messenger. He's the star seed, the messenger. He doesn't understand what he's writing or seeing or feeling, but he is. He's a conduit. He's a conduit. He's the fifth element, but a pedophilic fifth element. Element. He's not Lilu Dallas multipass. He is Lilu Dallas fuck your kid's ass. All right, that might have been too far. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, he is uh, just talking shit out there. And everybody who keeps talking about him being, quote unquote, the messenger. Is making up their own message. Like there's one person talking about how it's like, blah, blah, blah. God. Leo, I think Leo is the one who is very religious. Yeah. Then uh, the clinical psychologist guy, I think, is just uh, like sleepy Santa. He, he he thinks that Stan's experiences are just outside of what normal people experience. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not anything religious. No, I I don't know. Right. And then uh, Stan, up to this point, has never said that he was a messenger. He has never said anything about a message. No. Or anything like that. He's just talking He never like, calls his equations a message. Nope. And then uh, eventually, one of his books is called Messenger, I believe. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> is it really? I think so. Well, that's because Leo Sprinkle wrote it <laughs> for him. Um, I wrote down Stan never talks about him having a message. Every other single person at the end talk about how he is delivering a message, which is a spiritual word salad of fucking new age bullshit. <laughs> his book is called Messages. Perfect. Of course, co-written by Leo Sprinkle. Um, it's uh, then eventually he does say, like at the end of it, he's like, "Okay, so my message is, is like the message I think I'm conveying is, is that it's time for the human race to grow up and understand we aren't alone." Uh, he calls religion a control mechanism, and the message is, "There's more out there," and that's a direct quote. There's more out there. He doesn't know if he's doing the right thing or the wrong thing. Why would you think that you're not doing the right thing or the wrong thing, but just by telling the reality of your life? Uh, but he's just trying to wing it. And then um, the epilogue, which is the most brilliant denouement <laughs> to any story ever. Because this guy who's been abducted by UFOs, aliens has been fucking two women in outer space. Um, turns out, pedophile. As we've alluded to. Not necessarily a pedophile. According to court he, documents. He had in his possession photos of children. On his computer. On his computer engaging in sexual acts or, or sexual situations lewd shit he claims he does not know how those photos got there yeah and and they say in the documentary like before you judge just check out these headlines they use the word virus 20 times in these headlines saying of computer yeah. virus put yeah 300 i think i said 300 photos and videos yeah. on his computer yep 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 
And now keep in mind, like, okay, so, all right. Now I'm going to show my portion of conspiracy theory believability. Okay. I'm going to say, like, if you show me. Okay, so, like, let's let's just both agree, honestly. If, if people are going to ruin you. If, let's say, you've gone against the government, okay, and the government's out to get you. As a normal dude that's never really done much, okay? But, like, let's just say, like, they're coming for you. They're coming for you, Dolly. Um, and they're going to get you, and here's how. Honestly, like, without killing you, or, like... Which they could have easily, supposedly, if they wanted they, to. Yeah, killed they, him. Like, yeah, instead of tasing him, bro, they could have shot him uh, when they beat him up with the bike. Um, but instead, they let him live. Because he, like, he refused to keep his mouth shut. Um, but let's say if the actual government... If Hillary Clinton was coming after you. And uh, created a scenario where you killed you killed yourself by shooting yourself in the head twice. Which is supposedly real. Uh, duh. Just fucking do it. Just, like, make... Like, just make you suicide yourself. Um, I'm getting convoluted. Hold up. Like, my point is, is that uh, the second best thing to ruining your life, other than, like, setting it up so that it looks like you killed yourself when you really didn't and they kill you, would be putting uh, child porn on your computer and then calling, you know, the the authorities. Because, like, you're never going to come back from that. You've never seen somebody get, like, you know, like their name printed in in the paper alleged pro, uh, pedophile. You know what I mean? Like, and then Anything just like, that has to do with sexual harassment, anything like that. But especially with, chi- with kids. Oh, for sure. So, like, you're double fucked. So, like, if the government was going to get you without getting you, getting you, quote unquote. If you wanted to pose that this was a setup by the government, I guess this the, would be a good way to do it. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, however, comma, so then, like, they're like, before you judge, check out these headlines. And then they do, like, a BuzzFeed, like, top ten pedophilia headlines. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all, like, the government, supposedly, like, the NSA can put child porn on your shit. And it's like, you know, I think the first one was CNN, and then the second one was, like, NBC News. And then, like, the fourth one was InfoWars. Yeah, InfoWars <laughs> was one of them. <laughs> and it's like... Hillary Clinton is a werewolf vampire whose black helicopters are circling. Like, I mean, come the fuck on. Like, if you put... I don't give a fuck what you put before and after InfoWars as a credible news source. I ain't believing it. No. If you... you Like, you done fucked up. You done fucked up, A.A. Ron. You put InfoWars.com... Oh, you accidentally put it in the movie. Fuck. God damn it. What did you do that for? You dumb, dumb. Um, so, I, I mean, I feel like that's it. Like, I, he's on trial right now. They're, they're picking the jury. Trial started, I think, on the 31st of July, 2017. Which is why Buddha Boys tried to put it out on the 30th and then, like, didn't tell me. <laughs> oh. Calling you out. Nah, we'll cut that out. That was rude. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> that was rude of me. Um, yeah, which, like, that's that's why they wanted to um, have it out in a timely fashion. That was why it was a bonus episode as opposed to a regular episode. 
But anyway, so uh, we'll follow this, right? We will. We will. Watch we it or yeah. don't. Yeah, watch watch the documentary so you can just... If you can make it to the Boo video with the fake aliens, it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind it's of like, funny to see somebody be so deluded, like yeah. so crazy. Once again, explain to me how these fucking orbs worked. Like, I don't. I'm definitely 100% like I don't get how he made the orbs happen. I don't know how the orbs worked either, but... But he's friends with a bunch of fucking assholes who chase around UFOs. So, I mean, like, I'm sure they figured it out and helped him with his embossed, <laughs> ultra-saturated bullshit. Somebody will figure out orbs. Like we said, Jurassic Park, 1996 or something. Yeah, exactly. They was, they was doing it. They was doing it with, like, all kinds of shit, so I'm sure it's easy to... Oh, that was one of my favorite things on his Wikipedia page, on Stan's pa- Wikipedia page. Uh, the controversy shit. Hold up, let me find it real quick. Oh, my phone's at 3% battery. Oh, my God. I know. Now what do I do? Go to bed. <laughs> um, Where stands? I tried to find the police report where he got jumped by the black ops. Uh, That's not... You have to buy the book. Yeah, you got to buy the book. I think that's what his messages book is. I think it's all of his uh shit, and that's why you can't find it online. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, where is it? Uh, okay, so um, if you want some more shit uh, on his Wikipedia page, there's controversies about the Boo video. Uh, the Boo video, um, yeah, the last paragraph, and a video expert consulted by Romanek claimed that the Boo video would have cost $50,000 to fake. A Denver Paranormal Claims Investigations Group, Rocky Mountain Paranormal Research Society, said they reproduced the video for about 90 bucks. <laughs> there you go. 90 I f- bucks. I fucking love it. Get yourself an alien. <laughs> Get yourself an alien. Uh, and also, he lied about a missing implant, and he also, in 2015 video... Sorry, folks, my yawn got wadden. Uh, in 2015 video interview with uh, on the Peter Maxwell Slattery Show. Whatever the fuck that, that is. That sounds like a British motherfucker, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, Romanek said he faked the strange movement of objects that occurred during a 2014 interview on the same show. So, I mean, like, he admitted to one thing fake, and I'm sure yeah. Lisa Becht uh, did, not, did not stand by her man on that. That's it. Thanks for listening to this. Uh, yeah, this is uh, BFR, Drunk Bill Explains. Ayla, say goodnight to these assholes. Good night, you beautiful assholes. FS plus. FS plus. Good podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. Podcast. Good podcast. Podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. podcast.
good podcast. Big ups. FS Plus. FS Plus. Good podcast.